AM 790 Talk and Business presents Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island with your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Join Bronwyn to hear about the next water fire event in downtown Providence, plus other great cultural events happening in the community. Now, here's your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. And hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's uh, 4 o'clock, and uh, hopefully you're not stuck in traffic. I was... I'm trying to figure out the traffic in Rhode Island. If somebody could please let me know why it starts at 3 or 3.30, I'd, that would make more sense to me. Um, but anyway, I uh, was getting here to the studio, and I've got one incredible news to tell everyone. And this is something we just found out on Friday. We were hoping for it. We were praying for it. But we finally got confirmation that, you know what? The Veterans Day fire was not the last fire of the season. We have a Christmas fire, a very special Christmas fire happening on Friday, December 18th. Um, it's going to be an incredible basin lighting with a festival of trees and Santa and carolers. And you can find a lot of information on the Water Fire website. We're also asking people to come down and we're working um, with the Providence Rescue Mission, an incredible group of people. Uh, many thanks to Sean and Marbeth Carew, who started it, came here from New York. And we'll be talking to them uh, during December uh, about what they do here. But, you know, they really um, have done a wonderful job helping people uh, and letting people kind of, you know, sometimes we all get down and... The Carews and the Providence Rescue Mission give dignity back to people. You know, if you need a little bit of help and you go to the Providence Rescue Mission, they're there for you. So uh, we're doing a fire. We're asking for toys. They do this amazing thing where um, what they do is they have literally a store is what they call it. And it's at the Rescue Mission and they accept toys. And before Christmas, rather than, you know, somebody feeling like they're getting a handout or something else, they open up this, what they call their shop, and people who need some help and so that their kids can have things, you know, that they wake up and open up that are from Santa, um, you can go down to the rescue mission and you can pick up toys that are donated and they'll help you wrap them and get them ready uh, for your children. It's a, it's just an amazing group. And again, we'll go more into that. But again, how exciting is this? December 18th, Friday, huge, huge night. Um, again, Festival of Trees. That's right. And by the way, who you're listening to right now is my co-host, Andy, from Water Fire. And Andy is actually going to be hosting the show next week, right? I am, and I'm, I'm very excited about it. I think... Uh, I think anything that Waterfire can do to get the word out about our incredible events is important, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing all of you down at the River Basin for the December 18th Waterfires, the special Christmas yeah, fire. I mean, I, I was excited to finally have it confirmed. I don't know how you felt, but we were waiting and waiting, and this anonymous donor comes through every year for us, and, and that's pretty that's pretty big. 
Just, you know, we all look forward to it because Christmas is such a joyful time of the year and we get to do something special. You know, water fire is, is every event is unique and it's beautiful. But the Christmas water fire has some elements we just don't see at any other fire. So it's always a pleasure to put it together and to know we're doing it again this year. Well, mm-hmm. it's got everybody at the offices and in the production staff very excited. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know that next week you're going to be here talking about things happening right before Thanksgiving. And Giving Tuesday and everything That's absolutely else. right. Um, everyone's aware of Black Friday, which is our, our big shopping uh, moment in the, the year before Christmas. But there is also Giving Tuesday, and this is our opportunity for nonprofits to reach out and to, um, to communicate to people who might be thinking about giving what, what projects they have in the works. And uh, Waterfire will be doing something to let everyone know exactly what we're trying to accomplish uh, going forward into 2016 at the end of the year on Giving Tuesday. So. Well, yeah, so we, we've got a lot to talk about. But, you know, Waterfire is just one of the many beautiful things that happen in Rhode Island. I mean, I, of course, we're both proud because we work for Waterfire and we want to put that out there. But there are so many other events that are taking place, especially this weekend. This weekend is just ripe with incredible um artistry i would say uh and we've got fusion works which which is kicking something off and that's we've got two guests from fusion works that we're going to We also be have to. a guest from the uh Westerly Chorus who has a show coming up on this Sunday i believe yeah um, so we've got the chorus of Westerly us. and fusion works but we're going to be talking to fusion works first which I, I, I i'm very excited about this because an incredible dance company um and I would like, without further ado, to address our two guests. Ladies, welcome. I've got Melody Gamba here. She is a dancer and a choreographer. And I can tell just by the way she's sitting next to me here in the studio. You can't see it, but she, <laughs> she's elegantly poised and ready to uh, <laughs> attack the microphone. And Erica Basillo-Adams, uh, the vice president of the board of Fusion Works. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, ladies, welcome. Hi. Hi. Oh. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Well, you know, what a, what a, you've got something really big that you're kicking off this weekend. And I saw even the email blast that came out today about it. But who wants to talk about it first? One, I would say, Melody, are you part of this dance team that's going to be putting am, on this performance? I am this part weekend? of the dance team. I've been part of Fusion Works um, since 03. So I've been with the company for over 10 years um so i'm super excited i love show week um it's the, one of my most favorite weeks of the season and this season is very excited um exciting because we have three brand new works being premiered mm-hmm. um from three uh choreographers uh one of them is william evans who has been in the dance world for years just such a educator and choreographer and artist um a real gift that we have this opportunity to work with him and have his work with the company. Um, a young choreographer, Louise Benkelman, uh, out of New York, who actually went to school here in Rhode Island nice. um, and her work. And I uh, was asked to create a work on the company this year. So I am really excited to not only be dancing, but having the opportunity to show my work as well. So for people who aren't so familiar with different types of dance, mm-hmm. so when we say dance, some people might think ballet, 
mm-hmm. automatically. And mm-hmm. we were talking earlier. I know Martha Graham, mm-hmm. so different <laughs> style. Um, when we talk about fusion works and what we're about to see in in the event that's going to be unfolding, mm-hmm. and and we'll talk about that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. What kind of genre would you put Fusion Works in? Well, we're going to start with our tagline, which is different is good, because mm, um, yeah, you're going to get um, such a array of emotional journey, movement styles, and what makes Fusion Works so special is artistic director Deb Mirner, um created this company 28 years ago, and we are um, a repertory company, which means we are bringing a diverse range of dance to you. Um, so we are a modern-based company, but modern is a very broad statement uh, as far as dance goes. Mm-hmm. So there can be a very traditional kind of a classical feel or uh, a very jazzy or very grounded modern feel so you will come to the show and every piece will be very very different so there's a little bit of something for everybody absolutely like for the uninitiated it's like dance tapas that's what i like to think of it as (laughs) which and it's incredibly (laughs) dance tapas but it's incredibly accessible and i've been a dancer since i was three which is what brought me to since the company since I was three yeah. um, and why I love Fusion Works. One of the many reasons why I love Fusion Works so much. But I think for folks who haven't experienced modern dance before and might not be so certain about it, what I love about Fusion Works is that there is something for everyone, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. every fall show that they have has this dance tapas feel to it where every piece is different, the mood is different, the energy is different, the language is different. So I really feel like if you go to see us perform live, you'll see this full range of, mm-hmm. of movement, and you'll find something in there that really speaks to you. Mm-hmm. You know, ladies, we're going to have to take a break in about a minute, but I, bef- and then we'll come back, and I really want to hear more about what we're about to see this weekend because mm. I, I, again, as I told you, I saw the email, and it just sounds breathtaking. It sounds very, extremely spiritual, extremely moving, but i got two dancers sitting with me. Um, why? Well, why do you do what you do? I want to make a positive difference, and I feel that art can do that. So kind of in a very broad statement is um, I think art really can bring us together and make a positive change. Erica? And I think for me, it's um, in addition to making a positive change, I think it's how I understand myself and how I understand my place in the world. And Mm. I think art does that for so many people, not just the performers, but the audience members, the viewers, the experiencers of it as well. So I can't wait to hear more <laughs> about what's happening. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talk and business. We'll be right back. We're talking all about fusion works. And hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island. And you know... We've had a wonderful season at Waterfire, as we announced at the beginning of the show, if you weren't listening. We've got a Christmas Waterfire coming up, which is going to be amazing, Friday, December 18th. But, you know, we don't just talk about ourselves. We talk about all art and all wonderful things that are happening here in Rhode Island. And we've been having a wonderful conversation with Fusion Works, this amazing dance company. Um, 
Deb Munier supported and started it, actually. And I have two wonderful women here with me. I've got Melody, who is one of the dancers and choreographers and who started a piece, and Erica, uh, who is the vice president of the board. Uh, ladies, I would put on your last names, but then I'm going to cut down the time that you have to speak <laughs> about really the most important things. And I'm also joined here by my co-host, Andy. Hello, Andy from Waterfire. Hello, Bronwyn. And, um, you know, we were just having a conversation during the break about some of the artistic motivations uh, that go into a Fusion Works piece. And Melanie was just telling us how she was choreographing um, a piece herself for this upcoming medley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that um, she had a process to create that that was different. Could you go into this? Yeah, some... absolutely. So um, I'm really fascinated with the human condition. My pieces usually are very um, emotionally based. And this time I wanted to give myself a challenge. I wanted the music, which usually drives my narrative for the movement, I wanted to work with a local composer, uh, Michael DeQuattro, who has done works for uh, Deb Mirner and Fusion Works before, loved dancing to his music, so I called him up and wanted to collaborate with him, met with him, told him my thread, my you know kernel seed idea for my movement, and I said, okay, now from a musical perspective, I want you to create a piece of music um, based on the narrative I just told you. How does that inspire you as an artist? How would you tell that story through music? And I am going to trust, because I love dancing to your music so much, that it's going to inspire me and and take this risk to get out of my own box of how I would create. And so I walked away from that meeting petrified that I had just (laughs) given away all my control (laughs) and uh, he created this amazing piece of music and it was a for me a great collaboration and it really did push me out of my comfort zone Um, as a new choreographer I'm grateful to Deb who gave me this opportunity and um, it was really exciting and fun and I'm really excited for the piece to be premiered, and especially with my own, you know, home company, Fusion Works. So, ladies, where do so give us the rundown on what's happening, when it's opening up, how can people get involved? So the show is soaring again, and it will be this Saturday, November 21st, at Sapinsley Hall at Rhode Island College. And we have two shows this weekend. So there's a 2 p.m. show on Saturday and then an 8 p.m. show. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. two chances to see some of this wonderful work. And for tickets, you can call 401-456-8144, or you can go directly to the RIC website, which I think is www.ric.edu, and then slash PFA slash order info. And you can get tickets there. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. can also call in to get tickets. Andy, we can put this on the website too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Fabulous. So you can go to the website as well. I, I would think we'd do a URL like uh, waterfire.org backslash music, uh, fusion works. Mm-hmm. That sounds mm-hmm. perfect. Yep. So you can find us there as well. Um, so that's how you come and see us this weekend and hopefully have a wonderful dance experience. Um, but also to get involved, we have a Facebook page, so Fusion Works. Look us up. We're very active on that. We post pictures. We post little hints of pieces, little behind-the-scenes moments. Teasers. Teasers. About what's coming up. What's oh, yeah. coming and up. And the bloopers, in-studio bloopers. <laughs> um, and, and also, too, I don't think people realize how, you know, Rhode Island is such a vibrant arts community. We are such a great little state, and I think we don't take advantage of all this locally grown 
talent we have here. I don't think we know about that's it. That's what I'm saying. You know, that's, yeah. This is why we did Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island. Not only just to talk again about Water Fire, but about everything else that's happening here. Right, Andy? That's Water Fire is, is actually exploring new ways to engage its artistic community as it, as it works on its art center. And uh, yes, our radio show, Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island, is one element of ways to get mm. Fusion Works going. But there's also going to be in this new space perhaps an opportunity for Fusion Works to come in and do a performance. So in a space we that so we long. can um, offer We are so there. Novel. Andy, you are <laughs> ready Wait a second. yourself in and water fire and confusion <laughs> marks to do a performance in our new art space. <laughs> Woo-hoo. And I'm, I'm, for one, very excited. <laughs> I am very excited, too, Andy. We can't wait. We are ready to go. Well, there you go. You heard it live on air. Andy just promised Fusion Works you're going to be in the space and doing a performance, and it'll be fun. <laughs> so, what? you know, this is such an interesting... There, there are different dance companies, mm-hmm. and we work with a lot, whether yeah. it's from Festival Ballet um, to other dance companies. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, ballet performances are often a, a, a part of... Uh, water fire evening. Um, mm-hmm. We rely on them uh, to activate areas that um, are in front of the, the base and stage, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. or um, on the, the Rhode Island State House. And when we, these events are often very much themed. Um, and, and you were talking about a theme that you had for this, this upcoming performance. Mm-hmm. What, what is that theme? This theme is soaring again. And um, it's c- sort of just a continuation from our uh, last season and just the idea of really as a company spreading our wings and really trying to take um, the company to a new level. We not only want to bring art, you know, modern dance, this tapas menu to Rhode Island and really offer them all this accessibility to art in their home state, but also we want to enrich and build the up-and-coming artists, uh, the future artists, whether they decide to go on to dance or they want to be in some other form of art, or obviously us who are artists understand the importance of art as um, a discipline and to be um, a good human in the community. So we um, feel really strongly about giving back and making sure that we leave a legacy behind us to make this state a better place. And we really feel that through our artists and residency programs in the underserved school communities and, you know, the live performances. I mean, again, we... So is that what you guys are doing? I mean, are you going out to schools and doing performances? Absolutely. Yes, That's we our are. spring, <laughs> which we, we will come back and talk about that before the spring show. Well, of course. I mean, we're <laughs> always happy to be back on, but you should talk about that now because you're doing things and it's not just a... You're, you're not just a, a repertory Mm-mm, company. No, you're no, out no. in the community and you are boots on the ground. Yeah, absolutely. Is what I would call it. Yeah. And our spring show is locally grown. Speaking of locally grown talent, mm-hmm. and it's I saw it last year for the first time. It was astounding. It is chock full of our residency students um, from elementary school, middle school, high school. Our Fusion Works 2 dancers, which is our junior company, they get mm-hmm. highlighted in the show as well. And it's unbelievable um, just to see our students, our children, mm-hmm. our teens who might not go on to be dancers, but be so inspired, have such a great time, learn about collaboration, empathy, teamwork, self-expression. It's awesome. And, and listen, it, it doesn't hurt to, to learn a little self-discipline mm-hmm. and to uh, get a little physical exercise. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's exciting to see, you know, we get um, teachers write to us and, and say how students who were once disruptive in class and um, 
not involved in the, you know, lessons. All of a sudden, they ha- they want to be at school. They're more attentive. They're more involved in their other studies because they found a way to express themselves and feel part yep. of it, feel part of it. Um, and awesome. here's a fun fact. So our locally grown program, which I, it is my favorite part of Fusion Works. Um, I get emotional talking about it. Mm. Um, one of the students that came up through Winsocket High School, his name is Alexis uh, DeCastro. He um, was part of our residency program three years ago. We recognized him as talent. We brought him into our pre-professional company, Fusion Works 2, uh, through you know funding. He trained with us, and he is um, now actually performing in my piece uh, this weekend and as part of Senior Company. Someone who came up, you know, never danced formally. So it's... That's got to be such an amazing feeling for you. And we only have one minute left. So in this last minute, ladies, let's talk once again about where people need to be this weekend, (laughs) how they get there, and what's happening. So they need to come hang out with FusionWorks on Saturday. And if they come to the show, please hang out in the lobby. Here, you know, you heard it on uh, AM 790. Come, The dancers come out. We'll talk to you. And Erica, how are they going to get their tickets? You can call 401-456-8144. And there's going to be a link, I believe. Um, and you can visit our website, too, www.fusionworks.org. And you can learn more about us, our mission, our mm-hmm. history, how to get involved, all that good stuff. And we love meeting new friends. And people, so come hang out with us. And thank you for doing what you're doing, ladies. It's more than just performances. You're getting into the community and you're helping to do beautiful things. So you are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talk and business. When we come back, we'll be with Chorus of Westerly. And hello, 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 and welcome back. We are uh, here live with you on this wonderful Wednesday afternoon. And we're talking about all these incredible artistic things that are happening here in Providence and in uh, Rhode Island in general. Gosh, we're a little state. We do amazing things. I'm here with my co-host, Andy, from Waterfire. I had a great conversation with um, some of the wonderful people over at Fusion Works and uh, Mm -hmm. very excited about their show this weekend. Yep, so they've got a show coming up, but our friends from the Chorus of Westerly. Now, I don't know if you've seen these guys, but I have been to, they do this thing that is right around the Christmas season, and you know, I remember a couple of years back, my friend Brenda Green, who's going to be talking to us uh, in a second, uh, she invited me to come to this concert, and I was just not in the spirit and didn't feel like I wanted to be anywhere. I was just bummed out at the holiday time. Mm. I was a little stressed out. Sure. You've felt that before, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Sometimes it takes a little special something to kick you back into gear before the holiday itself rolls around. Sure. Well, I dragged my butt out of my bed, uh. and I went down to Westerly. Just by the way, I'm such a Rhode Islander that Westerly, <laughs> when you're coming from North Providence, just seems like a really long drive <laughs> like I need to pack a lunch get a hotel room you know it's, it's it, that's how bad I am but it wasn't a long drive and I have to tell you no, it's something not far at all. it's not far at all and I had the best time of my life and I walked out of there and I just felt happy and the music that was coming out of the course of Westerly blew 
my mind. It brought you right back into the heart of the Christmas spirit for the holidays. Exactly. And, you know, so with that, we're lucky enough to have in studio with us two people from the Chorus of Westerly. And we've got Ryan Saunders, who's the executive director of the Chorus of Westerly. Hello, Ryan. Hello. Thank you for having having us here today. It's nice to make the journey across the state. <laughs> <laughs> well, and thank you for for making, you know, my life just a little bit better. You got it. It's, it's my pleasure. I, I, I aim to please. And, and we also have Brenda Green. Uh, Hi, Bronwyn. Hello, my dear. Hi. Friend from Webster Bank, but also a high soprano, right? Yes, I am a, a high soprano it's in the course of still Western. as high as, as as the early days, or I think so. <laughs> I think so. I'd have to ask uh, Andrew Howell that question, oh, but well, and Andrew Howell is on the line, I believe. So we we actually can bring him onto the telephone conference right now because. It, I mean, Andrew. He's, he's my partner in crime and all he, of this. He's, so. he, he's, he's a conductor, right? That's correct. That's correct. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. We can. All right. Hello, everybody. Hi, Andrew. We, we wish you were here, but we're, we're glad to have you here on the phone. Yes. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, well, thank you for what you do, because you have an amazing story um, <laughs> when it comes to Rhode Island, I think. Because didn't you do something with the Chorus of Westerly for when you were a kid growing up? I did. I actually started singing in the chorus when I was only 12 years old as a little boy treble um, and then grew up through the organization and uh, went on to the University of Rhode Island, studied conducting and organ performance, and then came back and managed to somehow land the job as music director of this wonderful organization. Well, one, you're very humble. Managed to land the job. His birthday is, this is his fourth season, and his birthday is actually tomorrow. And I I think... (laughs) I think, Andrew, I you're, you're turning... I know. Happy birthday, by the way, buddy. Uh, you're turning 33 tomorrow? 34? 33, yeah. 33. So he's doing this huge job, and he's 33 years old, so... <laughs> because the course of Westerly goes back in time. I mean, you, Kent, yes, right? Yes, yes. I mean, you've been around for a long time doing Yeah, we have a 57-year history, which uh, George Kent directed for 53 years, which everyone has finally stopped reminding me, but for quite a while, everyone said, you have some enormous shoes to fill. So <laughs> <laughs> after 53 years, he really was, uh, I mean, he, he brought this thing into existence and brought it up to a tremendous level of artistic quality. And so, you know, I'll ask you, Ryan, about this, um, and as well, Andrew, please chime in, um, but you've been growing and growing. I know you were part of the Yes on Five initiative, yes. which Waterfire was as yeah, well. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, the, it, it's interesting because as an, I, I also was a former uh, boy soprano back in the day, and uh, and I'm, I'm a, a few years older than Andrew, not too many, just a few, and uh <laughs> Uh, you know, from I started singing as a seven-year-old in 1986, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been executive director for the past. Uh, I'm in my seventh season now, so I guess it's six and a half years. Um, but there's been some dramatic growth in the organization itself, um, both artistically and administratively. Um, we're an interesting chorus in that we're just under 200 voices, and we're sort of a, I hate this term, but it best describes it a cradle to grave sort of organization. You know, our youngest <laughs> members are actually Andrew's daughter, Sadie, is our youngest member, and she's seven, and our oldest member is 84. Um, How many people, when I went to see your show, 
there were tons of people. How, how many people comprise this organization? Well, well, well. In, in a given concert, you're probably going to see on the risers somewhere between maybe 160 to 180 singers plus on the risers. There's usually 20 to 25 more. You know, with an organization that big, when you're doing a concert, inevitably there's somebody's getting married or someone's ill. You know, it's mm-hmm. attrition at a concert. But um, if you if you encompass everybody together that's in the program at one given time it's just under 200 um and it's children and adults singing and working together and we're one of just two or three choruses in the u.s that does this so it's it's a pretty special and unique place andrew how does it feel at the age of 33 tomorrow um to be running such an amazing organization it's terrifying. <laughs> no, it's wonderful. I mean, I, I think I'm one of the luckiest musicians in that I get the opportunity to to do everything. I get to work with all ages from, you know, seven-year-olds and, and even younger in some of the programs that we do that aren't directly affiliated with the singing portion, um, and get to work with orchestral musicians doing these wonderful master works, doing smaller works with smaller groups. I mean, it really is, it's kind of everything you could ask for as a choral conductor. Uh, you know, I, I think, again, you're extremely humble, and you're doing a wonderful job. And Thank you. I don't remember what I was doing at 33. I think I was starting a water fire, maybe, or maybe <laughs> a few years in there. But, you know, <laughs> congratulations to that. And I know um, that you've won. You guys, you, you guys were just abroad, weren't you? Brenda, I think that you told me that you had been traveling. Yes, yes. We. Uh, it was the summer of 2014. And we did a concert tour of Central Europe to Prague, Vienna, and Budapest. That's pretty amazing. How do you guys do that? Uh, (laughs) A lot of prayer and and, uh, beer. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, Well, there was certainly beer once we got to Prague. I won't lie about that. No, it's um, we took 229 people to Europe with us on tour. Um, And that was uh, an effort of a lot of people working very hard. Um, it, It was an 800 and $50,000 $50,000 project to pull that off, wow. of which the singers themselves are contributing into the mm-hmm. project quite a bit, but there was some serious fundraising that we had to do. And to give you some perspective, our, our annual operating budget, give or take a little bit here or there, not gospel, but it's just about $750,000 in a year. Yeah. So it was a project as big as our entire season. Um, but it's something that's important. Uh, the cor- This was the fourth international tour that the chorus had done. It was the first one that they had done in 19 years. Um, so we had sung, you know, uh, Westerly was one of the very first American choirs ever allowed to sing in Westminster Abbey. Um, we've mm-hmm. sung at St. Peter's in the Vatican. Um, you know, we've toured all over the UK and Italy and going to places like uh, Prague and Vienna and Budapest, which is really Vienna in particular being a, a, a classical music capital, if you will, and singing in the cathedral there and things like that. Um, it's a very special thing to do, and you know we bring the kids along with us. So it's not, you know, we're not just touring with the adult singers, but it it changes their lives. And you know there are a lot of organizations in the country that have opportunities like this, but you find very few of them in little small towns like Westerly, and or even in small states like ours in Rhode Island. So um, it was a huge undertaking, and you know, great board members. Brenda's our most recent uh, board chair. Um, great support from our community and uh, great partner in Andrew and the singers and their families are just wonderful to work with. Well, what a testament to actually your talent that you can sing in places like these. Yeah. Because I, I'm pretty sure if you if you weren't good, they wouldn't let you in uh, to the Abbey. That's that's <laughs> true. That's true. I mean, we we you know um, 
we you know we we we've had very you know between George Kent now and Andrew Howell we've had very uh, fabulously gifted and talented artistic directors but I think we're driven by hard work and that's what puts us forward. And I know that you've got something coming up. Um, we've got a couple of minutes left before we're going to have to go to a break. But what is happening this weekend? It's got to be something good. Brenda, what's going on this weekend? We are singing Mozart, Haydn, and Schubert at our performance hall down at 119 uh, High Street in Westerly, the George Kent Performance Hall. And if somebody wants to, are there still tickets available, absolutely, guys? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's on Sunday, this Sunday, November 22nd. There's two performances, one at 4 p.m., one at 6 p.m. Uh, there are tickets available for both shows. Uh, they range in price from $18 up to 65 depending on the good seats. And actually, children under the age of 18 can attend for free. They need a ticket, but they can attend for free. How cool is that? Yeah, that's very important to us. It um, is. And we're doing the, the Solemn Vespers of the Confessor by Mozart, uh, the, the G Major Mass by Schubert, and the Missa Brevis and F by Haydn. And um, these are three pieces that these composers all wrote under the age of 23. So uh, fun, fun works. You know, well, Andrew, I don't know if you if you need to go because it sounds like you're a really busy man. We're going to come back. We're going <laughs> to talk a little bit more about where we can uh, go down and see this incredible performance this weekend. Uh, and we're going to. I, I want to find out from Brenda what it's like to perform and and to be part of the chorus of Westerly. So we're coming back in a second. You're listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790, your station for talking business, Andrew. Are you going to hang on with us? or? I can say, yes. Yeah. Right on, buddy. All righty. We'll talk to you in a moment. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back, and happy Wednesday, everybody. I hope that you're having a good time driving home, and uh, or if you're at home, maybe you're cooking dinner. I'm not really sure which, but we've been talking about all the... In- Incredible art that's happening this weekend in Rhode Island. Um, and specifically, we talked to Fusion Works earlier in the show, and you can always check out the show on waterfire.org backslash radio. Isn't that what it is, Andy? That's right. We prepare these uh, for distribution through waterfire.org backslash radio uh, right after the the show completes and it's it's yep uh, as soon as we can get it out there for for everyone to listen to again or if you missed anything to go back and and check out what uh what the times and dates are for these incredible performances by fusion works and by the uh, the chorus of westerly so you got brenda green here who is not only on the board i believe yes. but also a singer for yes. the chorus of westerly ryan saunders who is the executive director and andrew howell our humble man who says he's you know, not really doing enough, but you know what? For a 33-year-old person directing a chorus, uh, you're rocking it, dude. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, I, I wanted to come back to you've got an incredible performance happening this weekend. And Brenda, you know, you've been singing with the Chorus of Westerly, and it's been a passion of yours for yes. quite some time. Why, how, what, where? Well, I started with the chorus in 1992. I had just moved back to Rhode Island from Boston. And I came back. It was almost on a whim. I had sung at URI. And George Kent, at the time, our founding director of the Westerly Chorus, had been conducting the choral programs at URI. And he always talked about the Westerly Chorus and how much he loved it. And 
when I came Am back, I, I missed, saying it yeah. wrong? Is it the chorus of no, Westerly? it is the chorus, chorus of Westerly. Yeah, it's okay. We we can respond. We'll respond to yeah. anything. You put chorus and Westerly in. Any I respond order. to B. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I get it. So the editor in me is being a little brief. But, um, <laughs> anyway, so I I remembered him talking about it when I was an undergrad, and on, on a whim I picked up the phone from my office and looked up the number and called the office and said, well, when are you having auditions? And they said, can you come down today? We're having them this week. So I did. And I went down there and I auditioned and I hadn't sung in several years. And Mr. Kent looked at me and said, well, we audition on, we we rehearse on Thursday nights from 8.30 to 10.30. And every once in a while, you'll bring cookies. And that's how I got back into <laughs> so That was how I originally joined the I think you probably wanted yesterday. cookies at the audition. <laughs> you probably yeah. did. So I learned it was a lot more than that. And it's, it's just such an amazing group of people to sing with. I mean, you heard Ryan talk earlier about the multi-generational aspect of it. Yeah. And the young kids who are in the chorus who really are so amazing to listen to them sing when they every once in a while I have a chance to sing by themselves they they do they sound like angels and when i hear them and then i look to the, at the cor- at the audience there are people who are crying yeah. and there are adults in the risers who are crying and it's it's such a transcendent experience to be able to perform this music with an orchestra of professional musicians and soloists who will just completely blow your socks off it's it's an experience that i as you know a bank publicist would never otherwise have the opportunity to enjoy. Well, and, and again, you you made you made my Christmas one year. I remember that Christmas, and it. I remember the reason why you were so down. It that concert was literally a day or two after what happened in Connecticut, mm-hmm. that shooting, mm-hmm. and we, as a chorus, if I recall correctly, were were very concerned about whether or not we were going to have an audience. But the people did come in droves. Yep. And it almost reminded me of Waterfire episode from 2001 where we were worried that people wouldn't come and everyone did because they needed the healing. And people who were at that Christmas concert, uh, Christmas Pops concert at the Chorus of Westerly that year, I was talking to them in the parking lot and downstairs and, and they were like, thank you for doing this. We needed this uplifting experience today. Yeah, well, that's what you guys have done. A- Andrew, what's it like um, to be doing what you're doing at your age? And, and do you see yourself at the Chorus of Westerly uh, for a long time? Uh, well, I hope so. I mean, I have a lot that I feel I want to do here with this group. We've mm-hmm. really only just begun. I mean, the guy before me got 53 years, and I'm only in year four, so I think I have a, a ways to go. <laughs> um, I think probably not 53 years, but, you know, we'll take it one year at a time. Um, there's just so much opportunity, and there's so much good music out there. Even this particular concert that we're doing this weekend, they are very familiar names in Mozart, Schubert, and Haydn, but all three of these works have never been done in the George Kent Performance Hall before, so we are still able to mine gems of the choral repertoire um, that we've never done before, and then go back to things as we are in May of 2016, like the Verdi Requiem, um, and, you know, bring up wow, a lot of choral work to Rhode Island. And when is that? That's May of 2016? Yes. That, that should be beautiful. So if somebody wants to find out more information, again, we'll, we'll post it on our, our Facebook, Facebook page. But what's the number, well, Mr. The, Saunders? The telephone number. We'll see. <laughs> I, I screwed this up in a podcast recently. You ready, Andrew? The telephone number for the chorus is 401, because we're in Rhode Island, right? 596-8663. Mm-hmm. Uh, 401-596-8663. 
Uh, and we our website is very easy to find. It's Chorus of Westerly, all one word, dot org. Chorus of Westerly dot org. And there's information on the whole season, uh, upcoming events, how to join the chorus. Uh, we have singers that come from 47 cities and towns across Connecticut, and Rhode Island. So you can be you can live in one socket and come sing if you want to make that mighty trek to Westerly. Mm-hmm. It's not that far. <laughs> and again, it and, isn't. And, and, and it's so awesome when you finally it's get. Not, a, I think we have people who come from as far as New Bedford, don't we? We do. And the executive director lives in North Attleboro, Massachusetts, and drives to Westerly every day. And I go through Connecticut, so I go through three states. It, All is, right. it is possible. <laughs> so to do we that. have amazing things happen. Happening here in Rhode Island, and you know what? I even need to get out of my own shell and get in the car and realize that it's not that far of a drive sometimes, even though it does seem to be so. Um, check out the chorus of Westerly. I, they've made my heart sing. I know that, and they while well, they're singing, um, check out what they're doing this weekend. Ryan, thank you. Thank you. Andrew, thank you. Thank you. And Brenda, always thank always you. Always a pleasure. And. Thank you. To my co-host, Andy, who will be taking over the reins next week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited to to uh, see all of you back here, uh, or to hear, uh, have you here from me next week on uh, AM790. Your station uh, for talk and business, because we're what? Water fire? Ignites Rhode Island. Right on, baby. Every Wednesday. All right, we'll see you down by the riverside.